Hey, sweeties. If you are new here, welcome. And if you are returning, welcome back. My name is Tafia, and this is Tea and Talk, where the tea is always hot and the talk is always sweet. So let me tell y'all. <laughs> when I got married and was finally somebody's wife, I thought things would be all roses, glitter, cupcakes for the rest of eternity. You know, how you see on those movies where the two spouses just go on walks on the beach and have picnics in the park, all that. (laughs) I would just grow old with this man by my side, and I was already perfect enough for him to want to marry, and so I don't need to change anything, right? If you think that, then baby, you got another thing coming. Hey, sweet teas, and welcome to Tea and Talk a self-development podcast. I'm your host, Tafia Stokes. You know, they say a woman is like a cup of tea. You can't tell her strength until you put her in hot water. Well, the water is hot, sis, so let's see your strength. Grab your tea and get comfortable and join me as I get into it on this episode of Tea and Talk. Don't get me wrong. Marriage is definitely roses in love, but you have to put in work to keep it there. I think we all forget in order to keep moving and thriving in any aspect of life, you have to grow. You have to evolve, right? I hear people say all the time, I've been this way forever. Baby, that's not necessarily a good thing. So you mean to tell me all these years and with all these resources around, you haven't challenged yourself, changed, grew, or evolved? There is something wrong with that picture. When you get a job, you have to train, right? And even after you are trained, you still might not know everything. So you find the answers to your questions. And because of that, you grow as an employee. Providers don't know everything, which is why they have continuing education education classes to be able to continue their education. (laughs) Standards and guidelines change as medicine advances. And just like that, you don't know everything about being a wife. You can't watch a documentary, a movie or a show, or even read a book or listen to a podcast to then say, yeah, all right, well, I know everything there is to know about being a wife. You can prep to arm yourself with as much knowledge as possible to be a good wife. But until you are in the thick of it, y'all know I love Mary, you won't know everything. (laughs) Prep is definitely good for sure. So read the books, watch the movies, watch the documentaries, listen to the podcast, but understand what works for one may not work for you. And the things you are learning are just the tip of the iceberg. Every marriage is unique. Every wife is unique. So understanding that piece of it won't build you up, let you down. So I know you are wondering, well, how do I do the basic prep to be the best wife I can? I have 12 tips. Because 13 is unlucky and I didn't want this episode to be hella long. (laughs) So one communication styles, two, love language, three, keep it in the marriage, 
Four, stop comparing. Five, construct your perfect marriage. Six, don't lose yourself. Seven, prioritize sex. (laughs) Eight, give him space. Nine, support their goals. Ten, be their best friend. Eleven, don't criticize. Twelve, have fun. You want to and need to understand both you and your partner's communication styles. This will help decrease any static in the now as well as the long term. Communication styles can change with time, so you have to be mindful and communicate often so both parties remain on the same chapter, page, paragraph, and sentence. You may like to communicate by sitting down and have a traditional talk that requires reassurance. Your partner may just want you to listen to their concerns prior to giving any feedback, if any. The only way to understand each other's communication styles is to do what? Communicate. Be upfront and be open all the time. Be open with one another and don't wait until the thing is broken and on its last leg before you decide to say something. When something bothers you, speak up right then and there. It will save you time, frustration, hurt feelings, and static in the marriage. Know both you and your partner's love language. Start with you first, and know it isn't selfish, because if you don't know your own needs, how will you then be able to effectively communicate those needs to your partner? How will you know how you need to be loved? Knowing you first makes it easier for the rest to fall into place. Furthermore, how can you adequately give love unconditionally if you don't know how your partner needs to be loved? When love tanks are full, it decreases stress, tension, and also communicating those needs up front decreases chances of misunderstanding or miscommunication. Know how you and your partner's love tank needs to be filled. Just like communication styles, love languages also change. So going back to tip number one, communicate often. Okay, y'all, this is a huge one. You see it on Facebook, Instagram, etc. Stop telling outside sources of the things that happen between you and your spouse. But I'm just venting or I'm just expressing my frustration. To fucking who? You think your Facebook friends give a damn about the trials and tribulations you and your spouse are experiencing? Furthermore, who are they to give you any advice for your marriage? I'll wait. Oh, and this part. They are Facebook friends. Facebook is entertainment. So if you think some of those people aren't actually preying on your downfall, then baby, just baby. Especially if you and your spouse disagree on something and you go around divulging that info to outside sources to weigh in, you don't know their intentions. You don't know if that person is going to go run tell that. Even if the person is your best friend, it is sticky because you will say your spouse did this and that and hurt you and your best friend wants the best for you. 
So they then may not agree with the relationship. So when your best friend is around your spouse, after you and your spouse work things out, it will be awkward. Now, if you want to share your happiness with others, that's another story, which I also say tread lightly, but these people don't need to know every intricate detail of your marriage. Telling you right now. Oh, how you doing in your marriage? Oh, well, we are doing well. Boom, bang, chang That's it. Nobody's business. Another reason why I hate social media sometimes. Stop comparing. Your marriage at chapter two is not going to be the same as Lucy's marriage on chapter 10. Everyone's marriage is unique and different. Every person in the marriage is unique and different. So how are you comparing watermelon to cantaloupe? Oh, you can't. Remember that marriage is a process. There will be growing pains and there will be great times. Furthermore, what so-and-so posts are the good parts of their marriage? Do you also see them posting the bad parts? I'll wait. Stop comparing, sis. You and your marriage is right where it needs to be at the exact time it needs to be. Have faith and trust the process. Sit down and speak to your spouse. Now, everything isn't going to be perfect, but come up with the things you each value and come up with your idea of the perfect marriage, your perfect marriage. Don't just do it once. Do it often because people grow and marriages do too. Every time you sit down to reassess, look at your progress. See where you need growth and work and keep working toward the goals that you determine to continue to move forward in creating your perfect ideal marriage. Stick to it, be consistent, and be persistent. Do not lose yourself in the marriage. We can get so caught up with taking care of our spouses and their needs that sometimes we can forget our own. When you forget your own, you aren't at your best. And when you aren't at your best, 110% of the time, it will impact your marriage and may cause friction, all because you forgot who you were. Make sure your needs are being filled. You are being gentle with yourself and practicing self-care often. One self-care practice per day, and it can be as small as putting on your favorite lipstick color, having your favorite cup of tea, whatever it is, make sure you are doing something for yourself every day. And don't give me or yourself an excuse as to why you can't because there's always an unproductive habit that you can fill with a productive one. Okay, y'all, are you ready for this one? (laughs) Begin to prioritize sex. Yes, you heard me. Sex should be something you think about as first nature not an afterthought. Sex is somewhat of a spiritual practice. It is a time to connect with your partner in such an intimate and vulnerable way while being able to feel safe and secure throughout the process. It takes the relationship to a different level and brings full circle all the other tips I spoke about in this episode. Sex should not be a daunting task you have to pencil in every month or every few months. If you are feeling it is, then go back to my episode entitled Sexual Healing because it could be a multitude of things that could be stifling you. It is up to you to figure out what it is. 
Figure out what you like and enjoy and bring it to the bedroom with your spouse. Be able to tell your spouse what you want, but also be able to fulfill the needs of your spouse. How that saying go? A lady in the streets, but a freak in the sheets. Says, <laughs> Don't come to the bedroom all bougie. Let your hair down and let your inner animal take control. This may come as a surprise to some, but you have to give them space. Outside of trying to be a spouse, there's another, another part of them that they had before you. Maybe they like to go play ball with their friends once a week, or they like to go and listen to jazz by themselves. Maybe they just need alone time to re-energize. Whatever it is, just give them their space. That something that they love doing more than likely fills them up in a way. Let them be full because when they are, they can be their best for you. I see this must take time and time again from wives that don't want to give space and instead have to do everything and go everywhere with their spouses. I can tell you right now, it will paralyze your marriage. If that spouse doesn't get to fully be themselves and have space, then their mood will not be the best. And if their mood is not the best, they won't be the best. And this can be said for both parties. So give them space, sis. Make sure you are the one to cheer them on and encourage them to go out and accomplish their dreams and goals. Life is hard enough, and you make it easier by being that person they feel comfortable with enough to express their goals and dreams. They will love you even more because you believe in them many times when others don't. Be their best friend. You should be their best friend. Besides the children and themselves, you are the one who spends the most time with them. You know their good sides, shadows, fears, aspirations, dreams, goals, flaws, and all. You have to make yourself that person they can come to for anything and everything. You are their home. Don't criticize them. Like I said, the world is a harsh place. You think your spouse wants to come home and hear it from you as well? You should be their safe space. If there is some rift in the relationship, criticizing the other person is not the way to go about it. Have fun. Stop taking life so seriously. Make it so you and the spouse are able to have fun together. Laugh, love, enjoy the company of one another. Be present in the moment. Now, y'all, this is coming from a wife with nine years of experience. I'm not saying my way is right and yours wrong. What I am saying is sometimes you learn more from those that have had the experience, right? Again, not everything works for everybody. So be mindful of what works for you and yours and stick with it. I would love to hear from you all about how long you have been married for, what tips you have, and what's worked for you. I will put the Tea and Talk email in the show notes as well as the Tea and Talk IG. I look forward to hearing from you all. As always, until next time, love and light. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Tea and Talk. Stay tuned every Monday for new episodes. If you love Tea and Talk, be sure to give a rating and your feedback at the end of this episode. 
Want more tea and talk? Join the Tea Party VIP group. Click the link in the description of this episode to learn more. I'm excited to talk to you all next week. So until next time, love and light.